Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A giant BlizzCon line has happened in Nintendo Direct in the same week. Oh, I wonder how long this one will be. Too long. Maybe. I, I, is that a song? No. Okay. I'm just making shit up. Uh, <laughs> welcome. This is the Gamers 2 Podcast for February 19th, 2021. Your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Like socks. Or what, are we discussing socks? Because we can discuss socks real quick. Well, I looked over at your feet and I saw the the footballs. Yeah, I am wearing football socks tonight. And I was just like, oh, what's some random thing? Okay, socks. Socks are random. Speaking of socks, now that you brought it up, two of my pairs, holes in the toe. You have powerful toes, clearly. I, I might. Large toes, size 13 feet, for reference. You know what that means? Big socks. And when you have big socks, they get stretched thin. So... In two different pairs on different feet. Uh, Well, one of my pairs is clearly designed like with the logo on the right or the left. So there, there, there is a defined side in that one. The other one doesn't have a defined side. So it could be interesting left or right. I mean, it's not like sh- form shaped that way. But you otherwise you would have the logo either double facing in. And I assume the logo is supposed to be double facing out. That makes sense. One would assume. So, it's big toe both times. Now, everybody's feet are different. I don't know about your toes, but we're we're doing this. If you knew about my toes, I'd be probably more concerned. Well, I've had I've had conversations with people about this before. Usually, it's around like volleyball when we're playing beach volleyball, and everybody's feet are out, and somebody just glances, and you happen to see things. But it's about the length of toes. Okay. So, big toe, your second toe. Also, not a science podcast, not a biology podcast. Don't you know do, the names of toes after big toe. It is strange that they are the same length. See? Yeah, exactly. This is what I was going to get to. You can see it here. Those are my two, my two leftmost, or my innermost toes, if you will. Yeah. My big, yeah, my second toe is basically the same size, same height as my big toe. Yeah. A little, little different, but not much. But for some people, that is a, that is a large drop off. Oh, and yeah. more in line with the rest of them. But for uh, me, it's like one, two, then we drop off to three. Yeah, it's very abrupt. I have standard issue feet. <laughs> <laughs> they just 
it's you know a gentle slope. Right. Yeah. Mine. Yeah. So yours are not. Yeah, I don't as, have a giant my... middle toe that's trying to give you a foot finger. Right. Which I think the foot middle middle toe. Yeah. Or... If I if I just <laughs> bend my toes correctly, it'll flip you off. Um, I think potentially does contribute to my wearing of holes in socks. I could see that. Just it's that extra pressure that they weren't meant for, potentially. Mm-hmm. I'm no scientist, not a science pod. But I wonder if you you this is a deep deep cut here. But I'm wondering if you use because that middle toe is longer. If you use it more than like a yeah, in air quotes here, regular person would use their their you know okay, I see to what like you're saying, stabilize yeah. and stuff right because there's always that talk that if you lopped off somebody's big toe, their balance would be entirely screwed. Yeah, but you could cut off their little toe, and, and most be, people wouldn't notice. Yeah, I mean, I'm not about to lop off my toes to find out, but yeah. it is it would be intriguing. That's probably to do one that of would pressure. also factor into the whole situation because you're potentially yeah. yeah. I also allows me to grip things with my feet better. That's that's a good point. It's a that's a fun fact because I do get lazy enough where I won't bend over to pick something up if I think I can grab it with my foot. Yeah, that's that's pens on the floor. You know, you you work smarter, not harder. Exactly. I would you use gorilla feet as much as I could if I had them. Just I got a spare appendage. Do you like thin socks or thick socks? Or Depends. Is it situational. It all. It's a situational. Uh, I, I will take thick in the winter months. Mm-hmm. The issue I run into, I, that's the only time I can do. Otherwise I will run, I will run warm feet and it'll be a problem. Yeah. Um, thin socks are my normal go-tos, but there are times I want thicker socks, but this is a gaming podcast and I'm going to continue on that. The sock thing. <laughs> Just just remind you that we're supposed to be doing gaming, but I derailed this entirely now that you brought up socks. One of the pairs that has a hole in it, thin pair. The other one, thicker. What's your length preference? Are you a, are you a crew? Are you an ankle? Preference? Three-quarter? Ankle, probably. Or what is this? I would consider Shin, that a three-quarter. Three-quarter? Three okay, three-quarter. I have a couple that'll go that'll that'll almost make me look knee highs if I really wanted to, like a psychopath, mm-hmm. like a uh, boot sock, I guess is what those. Would be yeah, called. I I used to be no shows, used to be strictly no shows or mm-hmm. lows. Those are now reserved for when I'm wearing shorts. Anytime I have pants on, three quarters or higher. Yeah, I think the three quarter is where it's at as well. Um, and, and I'm also fun designs. Yeah. I do like the the ankle socks, like the true ankle socks, not the no show. Oh, okay, um, okay, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. When I'm wearing like you know sneakers I and, and don't like those and uh, pants, but shorts has got to be no show. Shorts has got to be no show. Yeah, I don't understand, and it's not really like a new trend. It's just like coming back. The whole like you know socks pulled all the way up. The three shorts. the three quarters where people yeah I. I will do that during sports because I want the higher socks usually for the shoes I'm wearing to not rub my heel in mm-hmm. the back. So I'll wear a higher sock, but I refu- I don't like the ankle socks. So I just have the high, the high done like Nikes that you see everybody wear. Mm-hmm. But I usually only wear it during sports 
in indoor sports. That's the only time I do that. Yeah. I won't just be the guy that's shopping at Price Chopper that you see walking around like that. And I'm like, what? why? Yeah. But it's a fashion thing, apparently, that I don't understand. Same. Same, same. I'm too non-fashionable to understand that. The kick, though, with with the holes is they're both around the first two toes. Yeah. So yeah. And one of the thin pairs is probably just going to have to go. Yeah. I kind of want to see if I can save the thick pair, but it's like, I, uh, do I? You know, I'm gonna, do I want to? I'm going to get you a pair of darn tough socks. I, know I have said, a pair of darn tough socks. And do what do you do? You not they're like too them. tight. Too tight. They do you know hug. what size you got? Because they they are differently sized. I don't know. I want to say large. Yeah. Is that a so size? that's probably too small. Well, the you. problem is that it. I, well, I don't know about darn tough because I was I was giving them as a gift. Yeah. I don't know about what sizes they come in. Usually it's like 9, 12 is a range, and then like 13, yeah. 15 is a range. So I can wear... And sometimes in 13, 15s, I'll swim. I can wear a medium, and they'll be like on the tighter side, but still completely wearable. And I can wear a large, and that's completely comfortable and like with no tightness at all. See now, So I think they have an extra large, which would be like... my. My darn tufts are currently clean, and they're in my drawer. Mm-hmm. So we can do this afterwards, where we do a little. You'll see what I mean. Yeah, uh, I, I have. Could, a, I could probably just look at them and tell you what size. They <laughs> probably, are, so. I have a pair of Bombas, B O M B A S, mm-hmm. that are my favorite. I've heard those are good. I've heard they're expensive. I don't know. Once again, sent to me. Not sponsored. Mm-hmm. Wish we were. <laughs> That I would being, take a sock sponsorship. Dude, Bombas are so unbelievably comfortable. So I was sent them by our social media director, mm-hmm. who didn't get a sponsorship with them, but she should be really trying hard to. <laughs> I'm just going to set this down for a second. But they, they're they the ones that they will come up here. They'll go full. Yeah, they tend to be dress sock, like a dressier sock. Right? Yeah. Like a, like, I mean, most, most, of, like most of my socks are a dressier yeah. sock. They're actually thicker than these ones are. Mm-hmm. But they're not as thick as what you consider a thick sock. But they have that no toe seam, which I love. Yeah. And they have a uh, like a kind of a band around the middle of your foot. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a nice hug band. But once they're on, they almost form fit my feet and they're just there. Yeah. They're not loose. They're not tight. They're just holding my foot snug. That's my. That's where. That's why I like darn tough socks so much because they do that for me. Yeah. And. They're very breathable, and they they, yes. they handle sweat well. I I have not sweat in my bombas to find out to find out. I'm a sweaty foot person, which is really unfortunate. Normally, my circulation stops at my ankle. Somebody would contest me on this when they hear this later, but there was one <laughs> point when it's not blood circulation; it's a muscle problem. But there's a nerve. Yeah, your I've, nerve, I've told your nerve, where my you nerve, trip my nerve every like. 50 steps or whatever. Yeah, luckily it hasn't happened in a very long... like 150 steps. hasn't happened in a long... Do I have wood in here? (laughs) Hasn't happened in a very long time, but... uh, Yeah, my my foot just goes dead. Yeah. Because the nerve around my ankle stops or whatever. But the... This is so derailed from this podcast. (laughs) Um, I have... My feet are usually, I would think, generally cold. Mm -hmm. Comparatively to the rest of me. My feet and hands will get cold. My hands will end up getting warm. The Mo- moment I start gaming, oh, I have two warmer oh, yeah. hands. You know, typical problem. But if I'm wearing certain socks, two warmer feet. Yeah. General c- consensus, though, ice cold feet. Rest of me is a space heater. Yeah. 
but I get yeah. behind that. Um, yeah. Uh, life lesson here though is, you know, take some time, take some extra money. If you got it, find yourself some, a sock company Do- or good pair of socks, underwear, the basics. You want good yeah. basics in life. Good quality ba- of life is exponentially escalated when you have good basics. There's, there's a lot to be said for what we're discussing in that, oh, yeah. in that line alone. Good basics. Get a good bed. Yep. Good pillows. Oh yeah, good pillows. Good pillow. Because after so underrated. After we had our conversation about pillows mm-hmm. a month ago, yeah, something like that. I ordered new pillows that were recommended to me. Swapped pillows on my bed. Not looking back anytime soon. What'd you go with? These are some copper pillows. Copper pillows. Let me see if I can find the exact Amazon order that i did are they like cooling pillows when you say copper like or no i think it's just like the copper fit stuff okay it's not that brand but it's the the pillows on them say copper something uh but they're they end up keep they keep their form pretty well Mm -hmm. i kind of just bounce back and forth between each one and they're super comfortable and i haven't had a problem like sleeping on them. The only I haven't had a problem sleeping with those. I've had a problem sleeping, but it's not because of the pillows. It's just because I usually end up running way too warm, and yeah. I can't cool myself off. Which, once again, goes back to the space heater conversation. Essence of copper bed pillows. Interesting. They come in a two pack from Amazon for twenty bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Nope. Uh, soft knit covers. Hypoallergenic I, uh, blend. I've been a big fan of the memory foam pillow. Memory foam bed so, is comfortable, but I could actually take it or leave it. Interesting. So I have a memory foam bed. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. Comparatively to a typical spring bed. I agree. Absolutely love it. Pillows? Meh. Had one. Had to get the new ones. Yeah. I think um might have been how I sleep though. We sleep differently, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, we should probably talk about games, I guess. We can, but I'm going to go I'm going to I want one more thing before we talk about games. In the discussion of finding good basics, have you found good boxers, briefs, underwear, whatever your preferred alignment of those words are? Uh, my favorite that I've found has been Under Armour's, uh, I think, I've, I think you've brought this up before. Now. Yeah. I don't know. I think they're called, I think they're tech mesh. They're tech mesh boxers fitted. So they're kind of like a brief in their fit. They're fitted like a, like a, like, boxer, oh, like a boxer brief. brief. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the difference is, is I have, I have their like regular ones, like their original ones. And then I have the mesh fitted ones. Okay. The mesh ones are more breathable, obviously. Right. And the fitted ones are exactly that. More fitted as in like they go deeper into the creases and they hold things in pockets. Okay. More. Yeah. yeah I guess so um, I generally wear, I wouldn't, I don't wear tight pants, I would say, but I wear, I'm not wearing loose pants. So like, you know, yeah, neither. I don't, it, it I don't keeps wear, things where it needs to, and it keeps things cool, which yeah, is, I don't wear those ones at. anymore either. And I have a pair, a few pairs of Hanes ones that I really am a fan of. 
I have some pairs for summer that are more mesh-like for the breathable. But there are a couple of pairs of Hanes boxer briefs I have that I'm, like, really a fan of, and I cannot find them. Yeah. And I'm just like, ah. ah." Otherwise, I've started cycling a lot of basics that have... They've seen their trials of combat. They needed to be put down, and they just never were. So, it's just one of those, you know. That's my I the Under Armour ones are like my work what you know when I'm doing things in a day. Yep. And then if I'm like sleeping or whatever, I generally wear a loose not a boxer but a loose boxer brief cotton. You and see usually sleeping for me, I just ditch it all entirely and wear like basketball shorts. That's mm-hmm. it. I don't know what it is. I can't do that. I can't I, just I don't I know. can't I can't sleep in the nude. Yeah, I can't, I can't do, do that, that but I have to throw on like a pair of sh- basketball shorts or something like that. Granted, I fall asleep in entirely in jeans as well. Yeah. Like it just happens, but yeah. Life, man. There's so many things like there needs to be more focus and conversations about that stupid stuff because it's often overlooked in its massive quality of life stuff. But anyways, yeah. Here's other things though that you could buy. Instead of buying new new boxer briefs, new socks. <laughs> Doors of Insanity for the PC. The Outer Worlds Peril on Gorgon DLC for the Switch, which I thought I called out last week. I might not have edited this at all. So you're welcome if you're hearing it all again. Death Crown for the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Little Nightmares 2 for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch. Summer Catchers for the Switch. Galgun Returns for the PC, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and Switch. Rover Wars for the Xbox One. Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury for the Switch. I did not update this list. I'm an idiot. 30XX for the PC. King of Seas for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and the Switched. The protagonist for the Xbox One, and or sorry, no, the protagonist EX-1 for the PC, and Ultimate Adam Caverns of Chaos. Did you grab last week's list? No, I I think I grabbed part of last week's list, because I think when I selected it, I grabbed this week and last week, uh, and I didn't delete last week. These things do happen. So what happens when you see Matt created the new doc and you're like, I should do my part. And then you forget how to read. <laughs> Let's not start with number one. Okay. What do you want to start with? Number zero. So BlizzCon happened. <laughs> <laughs> number one is the, number one is the direct. I just want to get these two out of the way because they're yeah, going to be the two biggest long. time sinks. They're going to be the title of the and episode. That's fine because the rest of the news, honestly, is not very thrilling. So yeah. And these are going to be the two big things. And we have me here who's fully ready to talk and excited. BlizzCon has happened. The opening ceremony has happened. Uh, or, sorry, has happened. Is ongoing, I guess, because this will be out on Saturday when BlizzCon Day 2 is happening. But the opening ceremony happened. The little bit of the World of Warcraft stuff happened. Some Diablo stuff. Some yada, yada, yada. So, let's start at Hearthstone. Where I know the least. Hearthstone's on to the year of the Griffin. Their uh, first expansion this year is going to be Barons themed. They are adding in the, or they are making the core set, which comprises of a lot of the classic cards and bringing everything, I think 230 cards plus, I thought he said 19 new cards into the core set, 
Um, there is a Shadow Hunter Vulgin card for f- available for free for logging in. Currently, including the Blizzard 30th anniversary card pack. There, I'm doing this all from memory. By the way, this entire You're this doing entire great so far. this entire segment is going to be done from memory because <laughs> we didn't write it down. Um, also, in the Hearthstone one was they are bringing back Hearthstone Classic or bringing back they are creating Hearthstone Classic with its own rank ladders and everything like that. That Classic will comprise of the game at its launch all those ages ago. Uh, in case you're not curious, or in case you're figuring it out, you're going to see a theme here with the word classic. But yes, Hearthstone Classic, it's a thing. I Okay. Uh, <laughs> they're adding in schools of magic, so spells will have... There's new card effects, there's new... There's schools of magic now. There, a lot of things seem to be a good start for Hearthstone if you're... Uh, a good start to the year. If you're into Hearthstone, the other thing is they are creating a Slay the Spires esque mode called Mercenaries, where you build a team of heroes and enemies, or heroes and villains from Azeroth and around, and you traverse in a Slay the Spires esque uh, roguelike of card enemies and choosing a path and yada yada and there's things like that or things within that so that's hearthstone does that sound like everything yeah i think i think you actually hit the majority of it there was the which kind of went with the spell types or whatever there's the they're doing like ranked cards now, like where they rank up. That's that's happened before. Okay. Um, upgraded cards based on the amount of mana you had, so that way the later you got in the game, the card was still relevant. Mm-hmm. The one they featured was Chain Lightning, which does two damage to uh an enemy and then a random enemy next adjacent to that enemy, and then at I think four mana it went to three damage, and then at ten mana it went to four damage. Yeah, I think you got everything. All right, cool. <laughs> oh, the other card they showed off with the, I believe the spell effect was called Flurry, was uh, oh, guess, uh, Blade Master Samuro, the an orc of legend. He he's uh, he made an appearance in Heroes of the Storm, and he's obviously in the Warcraft lore. Uh, but Flurry was when that card takes damage and survives it then does its damage to all the enemy's cards so a way of clearing a board it seemed all right cool that's our stone <laughs> <laughs> uh oh and i will give my overall thoughts after i go through everything cuz there there was some weird stuff where i was like we didn't all forget everything you did poorly, but that's a that's an overarching statement, not just a game specific one. Let's go to Diablo now. So Diablo, we get uh, more announcements about Diablo Four, including the Rogue class. Get a cinematic of the Rogue, which then shows the Rogue dropping or like turning in ears from its targets. 
and then told that the ears play a bigger picture. So I'm assuming there's some type of something in there. Uh, cool. We get a, we get to see a new class. Then they see you see a gameplay overview of some of their abilities and them moving around the map and stuff like that. Looked like a lot of fun. Kind of just jumping around, dashing around, doing those things. You then got an update on Diablo Immortal. Which is to say there's a panel later to hear more about Diablo Immortal and we learned a lot from our technical alpha. Cool. Thanks for telling me nothing. I guess probably if I watched the panel, I would probably know more, but I'm not. Like, whatever. Then we hit probably what people are most excited for. Outside of Diablo 4, I think people are hyped for Diablo 4. But I know there's a lot of people that have been asking for this. And they bring back Diablo 2 called Diablo 2 Resurrected. Diablo 2 Resurrected is, of course, the old Diablo 2 plus the expansions. Uh, the expansion, which was Lord of Terror, I believe was the name of it. Yeah, I don't remember. It was Lord of something. Terror think, sounds good. I think it's Terror. Uh, that expansion included all remastered up to 3D graphics and stuff like that but similar to what they did with starcraft remastered you can if you so wanted to still play with the old 2d sprites and everything like that i know there are a bunch of people because i have heard it from a bunch of people that are going to just sink time in diablo 2 when it comes out because they were huge fans of it then and now they get to do it all again so i think it'll be a success for the that sort am i forgetting anything (laughs) Are you one of those people? I didn't play two. So are you going to? I might. We'll see. It, it's going to be a we'll see price point, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I'm probably going to wait for four. Two, the remaster for two, like visually, it looked good. It looked like they did a good up, update or update. Yeah, update is what I want to say. It looked like they did a good update to the graphics. And they also said they redid all the cinematics as well. So. I'm sure it'll be... I might watch somebody play it, but for me, it looked like it was... Two has always looked kind of cool, but slow, just due to limitations of the time. Mm -hmm. Where three was always seemed more fast-paced and a lot lot more going on, which is what I'm kind of hoping four ends up being. I'm sure two can get to that point at, like, late game, but it always... I just kind of always wanted more. So I might might just be holding off until four. That's me, though. Um... I want to try Immortal. I think it's an entirely stupid idea that they're putting Diablo on mobile and obviously do not have phones, yada, yada, yada. But I still want to try it. I just at this point, now that now that they didn't put a date on it, I have no idea what the hell is coming. Yeah, we didn't do dates on anything, really. No. No, they did not. Um, but yeah, so. Cool Diablo stuff. I liked seeing the Rogue. I was more most hyped about four out of that and cool that we saw uh, two remastered or resurrected, whatever. What um, for funsies, uh, what order do you think they're going to release in? You're talking resurrected, immortal and four. Yes. In that order. All this year. No. 
Okay. You Which you one? might get one this year. That's what I was gonna say. You so, m- you might get resurrected in in the fall. Might. That would be cool. I'm concerned. Why wouldn't immortal? You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't immortal be out already? I don't know. We've I think we've talked about. I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or outside of it, but like the theory that. It was uh, a reskin of the game that they were working with. A yeah, of. but yeah, then yeah. we were like, the theory was um, that I think we were ping ponging back and forth was like, are they specifically holding on to it to get it away from the bad the, press? Yeah, the furthest away you can from the do you have phones comment and everything like that. It it entirely possible, but the way you do that is you hit them with Diablo two, then you drop a mortal. And then immediately after you drop Immortal, you drop four. So Immortal has the smallest amount of time for when it is the focus of Diablo. I, I think is the is the way you would handle that news cycle if you were doing it by releasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if 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 two or resurrected or whatever you want to call it doesn't come out this year, I'm really concerned with blizzard's <laughs> way of uh being like look at this thing we have oh you can't have it for a while and the only reason i say that two two immortal four works better than anything else is you can't put two and four near each other that's too much of a you're taking you're doing a Titanfall the battlefield problem where you're pulling from the same pool of people yeah it's not gonna work for sure Give everybody two. Let them have their time with it. Drop a mortal whenever, because that's not the same pool you're pulling from. And then drop four after there's been enough time for people to really live through two again. Two in like September, a mortal in May. Or sorry, four or four in like May. A mortal in like February, who cares? Is what I could see happening, but obviously no dates. So here we go. Yeah. Which then brings us to wow. Let's pause on a wow. Overwatch 2 had a panel. And that they didn't show Overwatch in the opening ceremony, which was interesting to me. But they detailed uh, 55, who I believe is a new hero. They showed off new maps, campaign stuff, apparent talent trees, and whatever other things that are doing going towards Overwatch 2 in its own panel. If you want more, you should check that out. I'm basically recapping only the opening ceremony. <laughs> yeah, I'm really confused on Overwatch 2. And you want to talk that... about one that I'm real confused how that's not out yet? When they're yeah. literally just doing the same... Hmm. Oh, well. World of Warcraft. Uh, Let's start with the obvious one that I predicted, and if you couldn't predict it while you live under a rock. Burning Crusade Classic is coming. Officially confirmed. Trailer is out. Yada, yada. uh, No date. If you... It will be included, once again, the same way Classic was, with your subscription, which will now net you... Crusade Classic, Classic Classic, and Retail. (laughs) 
all about that classic classic um if you have a character already in classic and you would like to when you log into that character on release day for burning crusade you will be asked do you want to take this character into burning crusade if yes then you will be go through the process of that character will now be eligible in burning crusade if no then that character will be stuck staying in classic and it is on a per character basis and I believe there are classic servers that will be staying with classic people and Burning Crusade servers getting spun up that your character will then move to a Burning Crusade server. That way they can keep them locked forever in time the way that they are. It's mind-blowing to me that that's the approach they're going with because it's... Did they specify if they're going to do that with every expansion? They ha- I don't think they did. I think they're just like, we're starting here. We'll worry about that later. People are going to assume that they're going to do that with every expansion. So you could have a character in whatever expansion you want it to be in. In theory, yeah. Uh, also, if you... If the, the small things, but like you have your 60 and you want to go to Burning Crusade and your friend really liked Burning Crusade but didn't care so much for Classic, if they want to, they can spend whatever money to boost the character to 58 and go right into Burning Crusade. If you, I mean, you also could just level a character in Burning Crusade if you don't want to spend the money, obviously. But you have the option. Um, and I think that basically covers it. It's Burning Crusade Classic. Like, you, it's literally been thir- out before thirteen years ago. So you remember <laughs> it then? There you go. Uh, there's just there was a more technical talk in the deep dive of they needed to change code bases and yada yada yada. So that's where it is. No release date. There you go. Now for retail. In 30 minutes, there was a lot in the deep dive part of it. I'm not going to go through a lot of the deep dive part. If you want to go look at the deep dive part and you're playing retail, I suggest you do. Some fun things in there. More Maw things. More Jailer things. The new raid. Stuff like that. Basically, from retail, they announced the 9.1, their first large content update, with no date. Um, 9.1 is called the Chains of Domination. The cinematic shows... uh, Okay, I'm going to stop right here. Spoilers, if both you haven't seen the cinematic, or two, you haven't played enough of the campaign inside the game... To understand what is going on with Anduin. That being said, I am now going to ruin it for you. In three, two, one. So Anduin gets possessed by the Jailer and becomes his weapon. He then marches Anduin to Bastion. And as possessed Anduin pulls up what I'm calling Shalomorn until somebody tells me it's not. Because it is Shalomane, the weapon, as a as a Morn blade. So Shalomorn... And pierces the Paragon's heart or whatever. After dropping a line of, as the Jailer, obviously not Anduin, but you see him say, uh, that place could not, that prison couldn't hold me. It couldn't even, or it can barely hold your brother or whatever. So it implies that the Paragon and the Jailer are related. Anduin jumps 
with Shalomorn, and basically you see him take over the Lich King Arthas transformation, white hair, gray armor, rune carver runes all over it, stabs the thing, gets the key out of their heart or whatever. Next time you see him go back to the jailer, the jailer takes the Kyrian symbol out of it and say, one more key, three to go. Three keys is implying the other uh, regions, the other, you know, zones that we are in. And something about how he mutters something about how uh, death was never meant to be chained. And you see him look out and you see two chains going to a new zone called. Start with a K. I wanted to say Cutrus, but that's not it. I thought it was like Corin or. Yes. Coria. Maybe that was it. It was something with a K. Yeah. So there's that place. So that's going to be our new zone in 9.1. New enemies, new yada yada, dealing more with the first ones. There's a giant deep dive if you want to go into that because they discuss the new raid that's going to be happening, which is uh, mob-focused. It does The infographic that popped up does show Kel'Thuzad, does show Sylvanas, um, shows other souls of damnation that had been sent there for the Jailer's punishment, and just some other like lore-based things, so... I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. 9.1, they also confirmed, will bring flying, which we knew, but it's officially confirmed. And nine point, the flying is not tied to rep. It is tied to, uh, according to him, he's like, just keep doing your covenant storyline, which mine's already done, so I'm assuming they're adding more to them. Uh, but keep just doing that, and it flying will just unlock from that. So there's that to look forward to. There's more cosmetic sets. There's more mounts. There's more pets they're adding. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Um, yeah. So you watch the deep dive. Yes. What's one of the things you're most excited for or most looking forward to? Uh, the new raid. Just the raid. I mean, in terms of, I mean, you said one thing. I'm going to do like a good, the bad, and the ugly type thing. Here. Okay. What's something that you're like, ugh, I'm not, that's going to be bad. Or you... The the thing, all right, so it's the worry that I've always had with how they started writing. I figured it would um, be story related. It's the end of the cinematic when Sylvanas is looking at now corrupted Anduin and they try to show her having regret that she what? turned him. So the I, I don't even play the fucking game and I was irritated by that because you want to tell me this bitch who's done all this shit and that's like good <laughs> Yes. So what I think is potentially going to happen because she is listed on the next raid as a boss is one of two things. She we kill her in quotes. She gets to a low enough health percentage and then disappears again, but we don't actually kill her. Or her death ends up being a sacrifice to save Anduin type of thing. Where, like, she tries to have one last, like, I'm going to be good and doesn't want to corrupt him as well. And she finally just is like, all right, I'm out of here. Sacrifices herself against the Jailer to save Anduin. 
and then we have to go continue on doing our fight, and she's just no longer a part of the scenario. Both are potential options. Both have me worried because I don't know what they're going to do for writing, but they 100% try to show you her having regret at the end of that. Oh, yeah. 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 <clears throat> that's two. You're going for a third? Well, it's going to be like the ugly, but there's not really anything. That I mean, that's really... probably the ugly. Yeah, no, that but, would but be the also ugly. the bad and the ugly. Yeah. Oh, actually, no. That's the bad. The ugly was the new cosmetics. Oh, yeah. That's they're nice. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> the uh, the new cosmetics. They showed off cosmetic sets for each covenant. So, Kyrian, Necrolord, Night Fae, and, and Venthyr. Uh, that you can get and wear at any armor class, yada, yada. Uh, and I was not impressed by a single one of them. They were definitely unique from anything we normally see. Yeah, they just were really underwhelming. But I was kind of like, uh, They seemed right. really, like, plain almost. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. For, for additional content when they look worse than the stuff you already gave us have you um seen any uh community reaction to stuff yet i haven't and i don't dare to okay that was gonna be because i you know everything wow related is always polarizing so yeah. oh yeah and it, but it's uh todd messaged me during the deep dive when we were watching it on my phone and he messaged me and said the youtube chat is super toxic and i was like yeah i would never look at chat i didn't look at chat during the twitch stream never I don't look at chat during streamer, during streamers that I actually enjoy. I never engage in chat because it's terrible. Yeah. Way to fill the gap. <laughs> Well, I got nothing. <laughs> I know. We're, we're in the middle of Blizzard. What am I supposed to say? Well, literally anything. If you're interested, I know you already you logged back in just to cancel your sub. Yep, I did log in to cancel my sub. You just won't join us. It's not a matter. Like the ship has sailed. Like the ship hasn't sailed for you, Matt. The ship sailed for both of you. The ship has sailed, and the fact that like it's a it's an um, MMO. So you need people to play with to really get into it. And we're here. You guys are like years in. Doesn't matter. It does. We can catch though. you up so it fast. It does. This we just... can catch you up so fast. You, How many alts do you think Todd and I are constantly playing? Yeah, we but it's, catch you up so it's not fast. a matter of just like leveling a character. It's like... It's... The fundamentals, the mechanics, the way everything works together is just second nature to you guys because you've played it so much, and I'm starting from scratch. So, like, yes, the disparity in experience. I can make that all become very easy. It just depends on where you want to start. If you wanted to start with, like, a DPS, easiest thing in the book, we start there, and I can make you play just as good as everybody else, basically. I know for a fact It's easier said than done. I know for is a the fact, moral of the story. I know for a fact, for what some of the things I have seen the last couple of weeks, I can get you to do more damage than some of the things I have witnessed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I get that, but it's not like blindfold that I can do more damage than what I've witnessed. You have both your eyes. Maybe someday. 
You say that like it's never going to happen because it's never going to happen. But yeah, that's basically. Uh, was there? Was that it though? Was it? Was there more? So no? that's it for World of Warcraft. I mean, that's all I'm going to do. There's there's more in the deep dive um, of. They're expanding the maw. There's going to be. They're putting the covenant in the maw. It looks like 9.1 is going to be our first time, like really trying to establish a front and start fighting the jailer type of thing rather than just existing with him. So, and there's no date. That's the, it's just, hey, there's all this stuff, but like, can we start doing it now? Um, so there's that. The other part is, it, it, I mean, that's really it for a while. They showed off the couple mounts. I was really curious about the hand mount. I don't know if you could see it on the phone. Um, but it was a it was a hand, like an armored hand. Yeah, I saw the armor. And then the little seat for it was on where the wrist would be. Um, so it's going to walk around like that. That's kind of fucking... With you riding on it. And I'm like, I kind of really want that mount. That's <laughs> fantastic. That sounds awesome. Especially if you can just go to like one of the starting areas and hopefully nobody's seen anything in the Shadowlands and you're just walking around on a hand and they're like, I don't have any idea what I'm looking at. Hopefully they spend a lot of time on the animation. The creepier, the better. Well, I like the idea because there's all every mount has what's called a mount special. Like if you type slash mount special, or normally it's if you're in a non-fly zone and you just hit spacebar, it's what they'll do. The wolves and whatever do like a howl and some other things. Some do like a little jumping animation, whatever. I'm really curious to see what the hand's going to do. And I hope it's just doing like the waiting animation where it just kind of, <laughs> you just see it do the old uh, tap fingers on desk, pinky to index, just doing that. Where it's like, come on, where are we going? What are we doing? Like it's in, in basically impatient hand. I think it's going to roll over and give a thumbs up. That'd be really weird for like <laughs> where they'd put your character, but I, that, just, that would just... also be awesome. Uh... Or <laughs> in certain scenarios, it's just the even thumb. <laughs> and then it's gonna be a starts doing the uh up or down yeah i can't remember that i was gonna say caesar but i couldn't remember the actual like reference i'm trying to make troy no it's i think it's a caesar i mean no, it's, or it's that the, era but i'm trying to think of there's there's they, a specific movie where the guy the is a gladiator yeah where he looks up at him to mm-hmm. get the whole the, the actual what thing. the fuck is that dude it's, fa- it's a famous movie but what is that dude Maximus, that's that's the glad. Maximus Decimus Meridius is the gladiator. Yeah. yeah, I'm listening to the uh, a podcast that's literally just the history of Rome. Oh Jesus, it's like 300 episodes long. Oh shocker, and it's just the history. I love Roman naming schemes. Like you go to a separate country and you dominate that country, we stick it in your name, Africanus. You come over conquer America, <laughs> Americanus. Let's be clear, that's not a country. That is a continent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you just like like someone goes over and and whoops Macedon, and they they're like, I can't even remember what they they like did their little Africanist twist on was it like Macedonius, something like that. Yeah, and I was like, that's so badass. Like, I want that. I just like the idea that no matter that no matter what, it's a, it's a collective understanding of anything you've conquered. Yeah. Have you conquered Microsoft Word? Wordus. <laughs> exactly. It's, just like, it's in your name. Wordius. And then it, it gets passed down after, like, but they once also it's... started. They also started with the name Maximus, though. That's true. They started with baller names. Yeah, that's true. It, I, the naming schemes are absurd. Uh, just absurd. Maximus Decimus Meridius. Yeah. And I have come to yeah. It's a whole thing. Um, also, they announced the Blizzard Arcade Collection. 
moving away from WoW, but still BlizzCon. Blizzard Arcade Collection, which includes three games. The only one I know was The Lost Viking. Lost Vikings, sorry. Uh, and the only reason I know The Lost Vikings at all is because of Heroes of the Storm. Obviously, there's a reference to them in Aldemon in World of Warcraft as well. But the Heroes of the Storm one is the funniest one because you have to control three characters while technically playing one character. It's fun. Yeah, there's three. You're playing a MOBA, and there's a team of three that are being controlled by one guy. You're like, interesting. It, it, it's a, it can be a lot of fun because it was a lot of micromanaging. Mm-hmm. So you'd watch one die somewhere. You're like, ah, oh, shit, I wasn't paying attention to that one <laughs> while you're trying to still manage with the other two. They should uh, bring some of these old IPs back. Do some weird shit. They already are. There's the arcade collection remastered. True. That's a good point. They brought back Diablo 2. They brought Hearthstone Classic. I mean, bring them back. We're, as a, minute, like, we're a minute away from getting Overwatch Classic getting announced. That would be <laughs> so funny before 2 is even out. Yeah. Overwatch we, Classic. We brought you back to the very first patch of Overwatch. Like, oh my god, please stop. Um, The other part, and this is the part that I was said I was going to save, is... JLM Brack, the man, the myth, the legend, was the one majority doing the the Blizzard top level things. Obviously, when it kicked over to Diablo or WoW or whatever, they had somebody else doing the more specific things. Oh, I should mention one thing in the WoW. They're they are doing a fundraiser for I believe Doctors Without Borders, who we've uh, shouted out for before for their GDQ stuff. They're usually one of the charities that is involved with that. Um, they're doing a fundraiser for Doctors Without Borders. At a certain goal, everybody in WoW is going to get a pet called, I believe, Bananas. It is a little chimpanzee called Bananas. Event uh, Originally available for adoption in the Burning Crusade, but it's going to go for everybody if they reach that, that goal. And then there's a stretch goal to get a, I believe, sloth pet. So cool to see them doing fundraising for Doctors Without Borders. Also, in a pandemic, makes sense, I think. Pretty good. Pretty good show. JL and Brack was wearing the Blizzard shirt with the pride colors. I did notice that. Blizzard also had other things in for a lot of messaging of, like, playing together and doing all these things and yada yada. And I was like, bitch, we don't, we didn't forget the whole Hong Kong thing. And how you're probably not allowed to wear that shirt in the Chinese stream of it. Yeah, I was just going to say, I bet this stream doesn't isn't shown in China. Yeah, it's probably in black and white. <laughs> That's so good. there's, it was a lot of like, we're being a very inclusive messaging and yada yada. And like, yeah, you are in America, but you're basically blood diamonding in China. So I, I was I was unhappy with the messaging that was getting thrown around. Yeah, I, I feel you. Uh, yes, I agree. You guys are trying to be very inclusive, and that is true, especially now with so even just some of the minor things they changed in a while of you can just swap genders at will. There's no longer a – there used to be a, a cost because a, you had to – it was like a character service to change your character. No, it's like uh, you want to just be a female or just go – Go to the barbershop, become a female, move on. You want to be a male, go to the barbershop, be a male, move on. And then they added more skin tones to races and stuff like that. 
which also brought there was a subject on the subreddit the other day where somebody was somebody said that somebody else in a guild was constantly complaining to officers about a character about the way he looked and I was like, I would kick the guy complaining immediately. Who gives a shit the way the character looked? But it, apparently the guy was playing a black blood elf and the guy kept screaming that it wasn't uh, like in canon or whatever. And I was like, oh my god, you're the worst type of people. <laughs> I was like, in canon of what? That's fantastic. Ugh, racist assholes. But I'm playing a black female blood elf as my priest just because why not? Who gives a shit? The uh, yeah, the, just the messaging was a little weird. It's but cool what are you going to do? do these days? Well, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna come to your giant public event where you can't say we hate <laughs> we hate freedom. You have to play to. We like money strengths. more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And China gives us a lot of it. Yes, yes. All right, that's BlizzCon. I think I covered everything. As much as I could off the top of my head. All the important stuff. I'm sure I forgot something. But there there will be comprehensive, f- detail-filled tweets from our Twitter account. No, there won't. Don't worry about doing that. <laughs> I already know you shrugged and just rolled your eyes at me. Don't do it. Anyway. Do you want to do the Direct next? Yeah, let's just move right to the Nintendo Direct. Okay. Uh, there's a lot. So I'm going to rip through this. A lot, of, a lot of bullet points. Yes. few A few big things, but a lot of bullet points. Uh, so for the first time since September 4th, 2019, a new Nintendo Direct has arrived, a full-size Direct. Yes, not a not a mini Direct. Exactly. Or whatever they were called. Were they called mini Directs? I think they were mini Directs. All right, so here's what was in there. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, Pyra, and Mithra are the next fighters to join Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. They will be released March 2021. Uh, While there was nothing new announced for The Legends of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, the Zelda producer did say that there will be more news revealed later in 2021. Uh, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD will be released on Switch on July 16th. Uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword-themed Joy-Con will be released alongside the game. Um, which was pretty cool looking. Uh, Splatoon 3 has been announced for 2022. Right, hold up, hold go up. ahead. Hold up. <laughs> Let's go back to the Zelda thing. Zelda. Uh, cool for the new fighters, first off. Yes. Just to touch on the Smash thing. Cool for new fighters. They mean nothing to me, really. Uh, one, because I play Smash rarely. I enjoy it, but I play Smash rarely. And two, I have no tie at all. To Xenoblade Chronicles. But cool for them. The... I'm just pulling... I've, for some reason, my thing closed the dock, so I'm just pulling it back up so I can just double-check that uh, what I'm about to say makes sense. Um, with the Skyward Sword thing... <laughs> Apparently people disappointed... How One, so? because apparently they don't rate Skyward Sword that high. Comparatively uh, to Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, you know, stuff like that. Well, they're clearly going through, like... Go ahead. Yes. You're right. Mm-hmm. Also, charging $60 for 
for a Wii game. Which, Nintendo. Which is what got a bunch of people, though, when Super Mario 3D All-Stars just came out, which is three games for $60. Mm-hmm. And then Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury for for 60 So you're getting one Zelda game when you've gotten three and then two Mario games, respectively. You actually watched the Direct, right? Yes. Did they show it? The game? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because they showed how... Uh, so Skyward Sword, when it initially came out, obviously for the Wii, had motion controls for combat. Yes. Your nunchuck was your shield, I believe, while your Wiimote was the sword. I might have those backwards. But one of, one of the other. Yeah. And how you slashed was how the sword swang. Mm-hmm. But they had to remap controls. Yeah. They did give you the option that you can use the Joy-Cons to do that exact same thing. Mm-hmm. But they also ported it so you can use just buttons. So yeah, I remember. That way, that way it's playable both in handheld mode and on the Switch Lite. Everyone was, like, thrilled about that. Yeah. And they changed the... Uh, when you're in handheld or Switch Lite, you use the right stick to do the motions of the sword. Which seems like a, a natural change. Yeah. The Joy-Cons did look pretty cool. I wish I wasn't spending $80. On, I'm not going to spend $80 on Joy-Cons, but I wish they weren't $80 just for sweet-looking Joy-Cons. Typical problem, but it's the same thing when I see new controllers for other consoles where I'm like, man, I wish I didn't have to buy the entire controller. I so wish you guys just gave me interchangeable skin plates. So badly just give me skin plates. Because I would I would buy so many more skin plates if that was a thing. Yeah. Like, oh, the sweet new PS5 controller comes out and it looks like this. Buy the skin plate to just swap out your... Okay, yeah, that's a thing. Did you see the PS5 uh, matte black? Did, did you see the other stuff from the PS5 custom style stuff? I did not. One of the sites told Sony to sue them and said, bring it on. I think that's the same one that the the matte yeah. black. Cause then did they, you see what it looks like though? It looks fucking sick. Yeah, oh yeah, it looks baller. And they talked I think it was the same one that was talking about doing other custom plates. The same I think it was the same ones that Sony took down the first time. Mm-hmm. And then they came back and now they're like, just sue us. Bring it on. I saw that I saw that they I didn't I, see that. And I'm like, I, Oh, that's a that's a bold move, God. <laughs> I saw the the plates what that looked like and they were just like, We're selling them, we don't care. Yeah. And I'm like, I kind of want to order some now. <laughs> to, yeah, before you can't them. ever get them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's that's all I wanted to say on the, the Zelda thing. Is I know there were people that were unhappy. One, that it was Skyward Sword they chose instead of the other ones. And two, that it was um, $60 for one game when it would have... I think it probably would have made sense to do a three Zelda collection at $60. The same way you were doing with Mario. Yeah. But, you know. I, I, they're milking. People are still going to buy it. Yeah, they're milking the cash cow. Um, Splatoon three has been announced for twenty twenty two. The reveal trailer show trailer. Wow, the reveal trailer showed an inkling in a desert heading to a new city called Splatlands. Cool to see Splatoon. Uh, if you had asked me <laughs> what games are going to get a third one, I don't know that Splatoon was in my list when it came out. Like, if, if we just looked at certain games and went, do you think this gets a trilogy? I don't know if Splatoon was going to be on my list. They don't really have, like, I don't know, maybe they do, and I'm just not thinking of it. But I don't think they have, like, a really a multiplayer shooter. 
No, they don't. And I'm I, shooters in air quotes because it's Splatoon. But yeah, no, you're right though. They don't. But it was it was interesting where they're like, and Splatoon three, and I was like, holy shit, <laughs> Arms two never got to exist. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, rightfully so, but still. Uh, Mario Golf Super Rush will be released on Nintendo Switch June 25th. Happy birthday to me. Yeah, it looked dope. That, I don't know what it is with Nintendo and Mario and their golf I, games, but they always, I'm always just like, ah, I really... I wanted that. Mario Golf. Mm-hmm. Granted, Mario Golf was still upstairs on the GameCube currently for me if I wanted yeah. to. Guess what's going to be going into this, <laughs> into, into this entertainment center? My GameCube? GameCube and my Super Nintendo. Should I bring the Dreamcast over and stick it under there? I mean, if you want to. We might need to start finding out how to get a giant switcher in here, though. That's true. Um, I'll look into that. But I'm going to bring... I'm going to... Upstairs, I have my Super Nintendo. I'm going to bring that down and, like, make a little open up the closet. There's all the games type of thing. Because I, I could go for some crazy taxi on Dreamcast. Dude, we can... Before Mario Golf comes out, because I'll bring the Switch in here, because currently the Switch sits in my bedroom when it really doesn't need to. It can sw- sit in here. Mm-hmm. So I'll bring the Switch in here, and then when we can play Mario Golf on the GameCube, if I... I don't Actually, I don't know that I have any good GameCube controllers. You can still get GameCube controllers, I, though. That's the thing, is I think I actually need to, but also... When this comes out, we are 100% having a, we are having a, sh- a go at it. I'd do that. I'm in. Because everybody's golf was fun, but everybody's golf also was dependent on your avatar. Now we're down to just Nintendo characters. Oh, yeah. I'm down for that. Uh, The newest in Square Enix is... Watch H- them have fucked this up, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, this would that, that would be classic because that's the one we're like we're into it we're yeah. Like, yeah let's do this well, it was then. the same thing with like mario party where i was like oh god it's so much so fun to play mario party across the internet you know when todd wasn't at this house or like wasn't in the area and i could play with our social person and no you can't play actual mario party you can only play the little mini games you can't actually play the board and i went so fucking dumb what the fuck is that about so dumb, Nintendo. They're just so weird. Like they're they like make such weird choices. If you Nintendo want Nintendo and I can... Apple, like they have that same vibe where they're just like, we want it this way. We don't care if it's better the other way. We want it this way. Yeah. Except Apple, I can predict with their arrogance. Nintendo does weird things. Nintendo might be the one company. This is arrogant of me. The one company that I couldn't entirely predict moves out of like how they would handle certain situations features they would include in things that seem like no-brainers i i would be 50 50 guessing so many times but you get to somebody else like apple and you can go oh no they're just arrogant enough to to believe any of this yeah Uh, they're also going to claim that at some point they invented the moon we will reach that point (laughs) i actually i can't wait for that press conference either (laughs) We'd like to show you our new invention, Apple Moon. And you're like, that's just the fucking moon. They're like, but it's not. It's the moon with a little chunk we took yeah, out yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. It's a slight chunk we took out of it called iMoon. Uh, where was I? Square Enix's HD 2D series, uh, Project Triangle Strategy, is coming to the Switch in 2022. Project Triangle Strategy is a working title and appears to be a successor and not a sequel sequel to Octopath Traveler. Uh, also, there's a demo available. I will probably be playing that demo and I will get back to you. Good. The, good, good. looked like an interesting game. I didn't play Octopath uh, because the 
the person that bought it and then was eventually going to give it to me, uh, I haven't seen since like three years. So gone. Rip, rip my chance of playing that game. <clears throat> Star Wars Hunters, a new free to play squad based online multiplayer game by Zynga. Is that Zynga? That's right. Yeah. Uh, that is set between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Uh, Switch sometime in 2021. Did you look at this? I did not. Okay. Did you? I mean, I watched the direct. Was there anything was... to write home about? Uh, not yet. Okay. There wasn't any. I, I wasn't clamoring to text you because they were showing me crazy things. It was just like, all right, well, we'll see how that goes. I figured if it was something to get hyped about, I would see. I would have seen more about it. You would have it. seen it, or I would have said something to you. Yeah. Uh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout will be released on Switch in summer. Hopefully, a revival for that game because I think it's kind of gone quiet. It has definitely gone quiet. Uh, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity will be getting an expansion pass that will feature two waves of content. Uh, Ninja Gaiden Master Collection. Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> yes. Doesn't make any sense though. Why is it spelled like that? I'm pretty sure it's Gaiden. I'm, I'm sure kidding. it is. It's just I'm just complaining. Isn't that how Gaikai is spelled though? I don't know. Isn't Gaikai I think spelled the same way? I don't fucking. No, Gaikai doesn't know. exist anymore either. So never mind. <laughs> that's that's a reference. I'm not not worried if you don't get. Yeah. Gaikai was a. Uh... I believe a cloud streaming game thing. Yeah, someone bought them. Yeah, I can't remember who bought Gaikai. Sony bought one of them, and then some... they bought, I think Sony bought OnLive. I yeah, and then someone else bought Nvidia. Did they buy Gaikai. Somebody bought Gaikai. Yeah, I know who you're talking. Someone about. random. It's kind of random. Anyway, Bethesda. <laughs> uh, I keep wanting to say Gaiden. Uh, Ninja mean, Gaiden. Say, say whatever you want. I don't give a shit at this point. I just. I, whatever you you called you said Gaiden. You know what? Fair enough. I did call you out for it. So Ninja Gaiden Master Collection was announced for Switch and brings together remasters of Ninja Gaiden Sigma, uh, <laughs> Ninja Gaiden Sigma Two, and Ninja Gaiden Three Razor's Edge. The collection will be released on June tenth. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons will be getting Super Mario themed items and costumes on February twenty fifth. Uh, these items include coins. Uh, what the fuck's a thwomps? Thwomps are the falling stone things with the face. Okay. And the spikes on them. Thwomps, uh, various blocks, mushrooms, warp pipes that let you travel between two parts of your island and more. I'll be logging in February 25th and buying everything I can. <laughs> yep. Warp pipes. That's pretty dope. Uh, uh, warp pipes will be great on uh, just, you know, obviously general traversal of islands, but... Where you're like, oh, I put something over here, and I need to uh, bloop, bloop, and I'm there I am. Also, nothing like rock, walking around in a Luigi outfit with a mustache. Oh, yeah. Everyone's going to love that. I really hope they put, like, Wario and Wally, Waluigi costumes in, though, because if they didn't, oh, it's going to be disappointing. I want the purple of Waluigi. Waluigi. <laughs> the Nintendo 3DS RPG, known as Miitopia, is arriving on Switch May 21st. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, Outer Wilds will be released on Switch uh, sometime in the summer. I shall solid shout. Com- combine two words there. Solid shout to Outer Wilds. I think it still hasn't gotten enough love for what it, it is. It should. 
get more. I see it pop up all the time, though. So I don't. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's like a slow burn. I don't know. Like it's. I mean, it definitely burned pretty bright when it first came out, but then I feel like still some people weren't giving it. it I feel like it'll be one of those. It'll be a plateau burn. Yeah, never ending candle, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, Famicom Detective Club: The Missing Air and Famicom Detective Club: The Girl Who Stands Behind are both being fully localized for the Nintendo Switch. I'm assuming that's some Japanese games. Good call with the localization idea. <laughs> you never know, okay? <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Samurai Warriors 5 will be released on the Switch in the summer. A lot of summer games. Yeah, I mean, do you want to play the which one of these get delayed or which one of these actually make money? Bingo. Uh, the classic Square RPG Legend of Mana is coming to the Nintendo Switch. The game's music has been rearranged for this remaster, and features like turning off enemy encounters will be added. Cool for people that it, it's. I'll. I hate myself for the pun I almost just made, and I'm going to make anyway. It's a legendary game in terms of an RPG. Obviously, yes, it is the Legend of Mana, but it is still a. A well-respected, I feel like, RPG when people bring up cream of the crop RPGs, if you will. A new Monster Hunter Rise trailer was showcased ahead of its release date on March 26th. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands is headed to the Switch on March 24th. Still one of the best Telltale games, and if you're a fan of Borderlands, you need to play it. It's not a should, you need to play it. Do it. Uh, Capcom Arcade Showcase, oh, that's the wrong one, uh, Capcom <laughs> Arcade Stadium released on Switch the Where's day the of the Where's the word direct. showcase anywhere? I think wasn't uh, Blizzard's called Showcase. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I thought it was Arcade Legends, maybe? I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, Arcade Stadium, cool. I thought there was another arcade show. That was, that was cool to have it be the old, and it's available after this. Yeah. Always love, always love a good right now. I feel like they try to do that in every direct, like have something. That's yeah, sort of like, oh, they did it. They right did now. it with uh, uh, what was the one you mentioned earlier? The the demo oh. project triangle. Yeah, um, they did it. They did have a few things where they're like, and there's a de- demo available after this, and there's a demo available after this type of thing. But demos are not. Yeah, it's not the same thing. Yeah, yeah. That's like okay. Yeah, you should have a demo available for me. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, Stubbs, the zombie, and Rebel Without a Pulse will be released for Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PC on March 16th. Uh, No More Heroes 3 will be released on the Switch on August 27th. Uh, Neon White announced for the Nintendo Switch. Neon White, apparently about assassins in heaven. That makes no sense. You're welcome. (laughs) DC. It literally starts with assassins in heaven. Why do you need assassins in heaven? And then they like explain the entire thing. <laughs> but they immediately went, yeah, it doesn't make sense to you either. We understand. <laughs> uh, a DC Superhero Girls Teen Power arrives on Nintendo Switch on June 4th, 2021. That was a tough watch. Was it? Yeah. Cringy or? Uh, it just became everything you think it would. Okay. Children's game with makeup tutorials and... That's interesting. It. Not tutorials, but changing our outfits and trying to not get disguised and yada yada. Hmm. Like you remember the the dolls we would yeah, have. That's right. It's, it's that exact brand. I guess someone will buy it. Yep. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. How no, popular... no, somebody definitely will. I don't know how popular that stuff is. I don't know anymore. It's been. I mean, I've been removed from that for five years, and now this is coming out, so 50-50. Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville brings in brings its 8v8 multiplayer to Switch on March 19th. Makes sense, because I don't know anybody that's playing it on PC right now, or console. Zing. Uh, Knockout City is a dodgeball multiplayer game headed to the Nintendo Switch. Yep. It was like a 3v3 dodgeball game, and I was like, why? What is the fucking obsession with EA and 3v3 games? I don't know, man. They're just like... Rocket It's EA Arena. I don't know. I, I I'm mess. not positive about that, but okay. I want to say it is, because I'm pretty sure it was an EA original. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, because I feel like they have an obsession with trying to... They're like, we need to have something that's 3v3. Yeah. You're going to like one of these fucking games. I feel, I feel like it was an EA original, but... It's a. It was three v three. Rocket Arena, I believe, was also three v three. Apex is three people. Like why? Why three? I can much easier find one person. I don't know. Some study they did probably said that that's the 
the most efficient way for them to make X amount of money. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Apex is free. World's End Club is a new game from the creators of Danganronpa and the Zero Escape series coming to Switch in 2021. Bravely Default 2 received a new trailer ahead of its release date of February 26th. Um, Saga Frontier Remastered. What's up? Oh, I thought you made a noise. Uh, Saga Frontier Remastered will be arriving on the Switch on April 15th. Ghost and Goblins Resurrection will will be released on Switch February 25th. Apex Legends, speaking of, is arriving on Switch March 9th. And finally, Hades on Switch is getting a physical edition on March 19th. It will include a PC download code for the original soundtrack and a 32-page full-color character compendium. I know some people will get it just for that, probably. Because it is super giant and the art is always great. Yeah. Do your thing. That's what you're into. Do Do your thing. All right, so there's the entire direct. There was the direct. It was about an hour, right? Yeah. About, uh, I think, like four to five-ish. At least I think that's what it was. Nice. Yeah, so a lot in there. A lot in there. Like I said, about three things matter. (laughs) There's a lot in there. There was definitely a lot in there. Um, I was surprised. uh, Throw it at the wall, see what sticks method. Really popular lately. <laughs> oh, the throw at the wall method? Yep. Let's see if this... Have you ever done the... Uh, as I reopen my device. Have you ever done the test if pasta is done by throwing it at the wall trick? Uh, I think I've done it jokingly once I've or never, twice. I never like understand slash remember it, so I just have never I, done it. I think it's bullshit. Well, it's 100% bullshit. I will just eat the pasta to find out if it's done. What yeah, do you mean? Like, I mean, it's just... I never understood somebody that's like, I don't know if this is done yet, and then hucks it against the wall to find out versus just take a bite. I don't know. I don't know. I made some dope ass. Is it if it sticks, it's supposed to be good? I think so. I think. Yeah, that would. Yeah, if it sticks, it's good. I don't. I don't. I don't know these old Italian grandmother's ways. We Great made, YouTube channels, though. We made some uh, dope, like sweet and sour style chicken. Um, the other day it turned out really fucking good. We did yeah. the old cornstarch, cut up chicken while it was still frozen, actually, which made it a lot easier. Um, in a in cornstarch, what did you cut up frozen chicken with? A knife. Well, <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> Damn you for walking into it. That wasn't one it? Day. Wasn't like like rock hard frozen. It was okay, like that's that's what was, I was. When, that's what I was picturing in my head was like. This, yeah, I get where you're coming this, from now. This brick of chicken, and you yeah. went, yeah, I just cut it up, and I was like, now I'm picturing you with the circular saw outside. <laughs> like, with the miter saw. <laughs> um, Don't worry, honey. I got this taken care of. Uh, no, I was like, you know, it's lightly got, thought. Got my new frozen chicken blade in the miter saw and just... Just did the, the old cornstarch egg flour. And now, it, did you do that, the, that to the frozen in air quotes chicken yeah interesting okay and Did uh it stick better it yeah it works really well actually like huh. what well, i I, be, I tried doing normally i do it using like plates or paper plates okay but i put the cornstarch and the flour in ziploc bags and then threw all the chicken in the ziploc bags yep 
do the old and let shake it method. sit for like a couple minutes, and then and then you know egg, and then into the flour bag, and it like worked really fucking well. And I was like, "What is this magic?" <laughs> just <laughs> looking at your own hands, like, "What have I done?" <laughs> yeah, no, I cooked it, and like it was just per- it was perfect. I was like, "It's fucking whack." Like, uh. <laughs> now now I am just picturing you in your kitchen, just. The power that are in these hands. <laughs> My limits. I have none. <laughs> I was just like, I did not expect this to work so well. I don't even know how I thought of why. I don't know. What were we talking about? I brought that up. Oh, Those I have no idea. That's I don't know what like, this podcast is. The, the way we just tangent off on things. It's, it's, it's un- chaos. Unrivaled. Speaking of food. Um, <laughs> the, I was looking for, like, ah, what, do I, you know, what am I going to do for dinner this week? prior to, to tonight and I had some some salmon fillets so oven some salmon fillets had a steam bag of riced cauliflower threw that in steam bag of corn threw that in threw in um some tiny potatoes I had threw in the rest of the rice and beans I had from last week when I tested that my theory for breakfast burritos threw all that together and then had what normal sauce would you get with like a shrimp roll? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not like a shrimp person. So with, with a roll, with an egg roll, an egg roll. Yeah, it's usually like it's like an orange sauce. It's not a duck sauce, but oh yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, what is that? I don't remember the name of it. I can't for the life of me remember what it's called. I want to say it's kind of like a like an orange sauce, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Just an orange sauce. That's it might what be just an called? orange sauce. Yeah. Uh, but either way, I had a packet of that. So I basically threw all of those ingredients together in a bowl, then threw that sauce over it, and then used that. So like a salmon, rice, veg, potato bowl type thing. And pretty good. Nice. Happy with my own inventions. Um, I have options, for actually, that reminded me. We could do Cabano's next week, or we can do, I found something crazy that I thought might interest you, jalapeno popper grilled cheese. Jalapeno popper styled grilled cheese. Is the popper part of it just the idea that you use cream cheese at some point? You take... Because otherwise, I'm just down for grilled cheese with throwing jalapenos in. You essentially (laughs) take different types of cheese... Sliced up jalapenos food processor to make like a puree of sorts. Yeah, like a a formable cheese, and that's what you use in the grilled cheese. So it kind of makes it like a jalapeno popper. I mean, I'm down. That sounds delicious. Okay, so jalapeno popper. I mean, grilled but cheese, Cubano, yeah, Cubanos are also a thing you've been trying to do forever. That's I know. Delicious. But it doesn't matter. I mean, just do the. Do I one. mean, we have 52 weeks in a year. That's true. <laughs> uh, dinner this week for anybody that's curious. Uh, was a classic called a sandwich. <laughs> called, called a cold cut sandwich. You can never go wrong with a cold cut sandwich. Here's the thing with a cold cut sandwich and the way we did it tonight. I had this, I have a really bad habit of making Southwest style dishes or just assuming that everything is better as a Southwest style dish, apparently. <laughs> uh, when I did those giant burgers, they were a kill. They, I think we branded them a Killian Southwest because they were stacked. 
with entirely Southwest inspired things in them. These sandwiches, the way I wanted to propose them was you take, uh, I used uh, a take and bake loaf and made my own garlic bread. I'm sure you could probably just buy garlic bread. The problem with buying garlic bread is that you get it on both sides. And I wanted specifically one side garlic breaded, not the other side. Then you take and, all right, so we're going to assemble a sandwich with the idea that you have two loaves or two halves. God, two slices of bread. Ignore the first two words. Two slices of bread that are garlic bread, garlic side up, laying on the plate, garlic side up. The way I assembled mine, you put some a type of meat. I went for roast beef and ham on mine. A type of meat on one of them and the other type of meat on the other. Then you put a piece of cheese on each of those. Then I went for lettuce and tomato on one of them and barbecue sauce on the other and then put them together. So your entire thing will be from bottom to top, garlic bread, garlic side up, meat, cheese, barbecue sauce, lettuce, tomato, cheese, meat, bread, garlic side down. And if you're curious, it fucking works. <laughs> there you go. Recreate it yourself. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, don't toast your garlic bread as long as I do or you're going to cut your mouth. One mistake I made. Number two on the story train, though. Can't believe we're already here. Number two. <laughs> Microsoft revealed a new testing platform geared towards helping developers engineer and refine the accessibility of their games. Developers can now send their Xbox or PC titles directly to Microsoft and have it measured against Xbox accessibility guidelines. As outlined in a blog post, developers will receive comprehensive feedback and notes where issues are found, complete with reproduction steps, screenshots, and any other relevant information. Furthermore, in order to help developers understand the potential impact of their design decisions, Microsoft will include, quote, links to gaming accessibility and inclusive design documentation, nonprofits, and industry-recognized subject matter experts, platform-specific technical documentation, and more, end quote. Good move by Microsoft. Yeah, neat little thing. Wondering uh, what, what pushing, we'll see. Pushing forward with this whole accessibility thing. Arguably the best people doing it. Yeah, I kind of like from, the idea. From a, uh, like console level. Yeah. I like the idea of it being standardized. Like them having an, yes. like a, an accessibility guidelines. And then also taking responsibility for it by saying, hey, we'll, we'll like t- handle yeah. it and, and send you us can... your stuff and we'll give you the feedback. We yeah. will QA your game on accessibility. Also, the part of um, we'll give you links to like nonprofits and industry recognized people that are constantly about this. So you, yeah, like if you don't know where to start, basically. Yeah, so you can see what they're saying and what they would like for out of things. Or what they think about one of your feature choices. Yeah. If Microsoft can't like make a true, they don't want to make a true call on something, or they're not sure like what to actually do. Yeah. Hey, here's some people you could go talk to. Exactly. Uh, Microsoft number three. Microsoft. Well, technically four. Eh, who's counting? I'm literally just going by this point numbers because I said zero on BlizzCon. That's true. Good point. 
Uh, Microsoft is launching a new Xbox wireless headset next month. The Xbox wireless headset will last for up to 15 hours on battery and a 30-minute charge over USB-C. Nice. It's the future. (laughs) We'll let you... (laughs) The future seven years ago. (laughs) We'll let you play for around four hours. A full charge will take around three hours. Uh, Microsoft is also updating the Xbox Accessories app to include control over the equalizer, bass boost, and auto mute. Auto mute sensitivity, mic monitoring, and brightness of the mic's mute light. So wonky. Um, the new Xbox wireless headset will be available worldwide starting on March 16th at four one hundred doll hairs. Uh, that bass boost is going to be big when the new Battlefield comes out, so you can just get that big <laughs> don't, 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 in the good old menu. Uh, uh, speaking of headsets, I'm in the market for a new headset, I think. Sort of ditto. I've oh you know I've always battled. Oh yeah, always battled. You, so. You've always battled, and I've reached the point where I'm ready to go to war. Uh so headset one, my Logitech boys. Mm-hmm. I enjoy them. It's I've had yeah. no problem with the headset. Uh my issue arose kind of recently, where it just got. It was just I was like, it's too heavy. It's a gaming headset. It has a built-in mic and some other stuff. Do you I, use the built-in mic, though? No. Not anymore. I don't use the built-in mic anymore. Before, back when yeah. I first got it, I did, so it made sense. I don't anymore, so no reason for that. Uh, also, it's just kind of heavy, and then at a certain point, it ended up like it would bother my ear if I had it on for like too long. So I switched to my bows. Mm-hmm. My clearance bows from our days at... yeah. You know, our days together in the trenches. I don't know why I had bows and trenches, but hey, it worked. The thing I'm finding with the bows is I like them, but I wish I had wireless. Because mm-hmm. those are my wired ones. Yeah. And it works. I just... And not that I need to walk around with them on to go to the bathroom or anything, but I, you know, I have to take, I have to be conscious of taking them off and yada yada. So it's just a convenient thing to want wireless ones. Yeah. But that's where the trouble begins. I want good quality sound, and I like my Bose ones. I know audiophiles will come at me for Bose because Bose has its own reputation. But getting something like a Bear or a Sennheiser or whatever, I'm not looking to also pay ridiculous money. Also, I want over the ear, not on the ear. I have decently larger ears. They barely fit into the they 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 fit into the bows. But I mean, when I say they fit, I mean they fit. Mm-hmm. There is not much play. And I have a large head. So I need ones that extend all the way down and aren't, you know, pinching on my earlobes or something. So I'm, I'm in a kind of pickle of you can't really test headphones. Yeah. You kind of just have to, like, take a shot in the dark after reading some reviews. <laughs> yeah. And so it's... The only way it would really be to if headphone companies were putting out measurements for ear sizes or like head circumference, like, hey, from our point of where our earphone sits up and around at full extension hits this much, you can now measure that or something. Yeah. So I, it's funny because I'm going, if you, if you don't know me, um, I, my name is Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I have a bad habit of starting projects and not finishing them. No, no way. 
So one of the very first projects that I was like, oh, I'm going to do this from eons ago was I, I had a pair of Sennheiser headphones that uh, an animal chewed through the I rem- cable. I remember this now. <laughs> yes. And those have been sitting and I was like, oh, I'm going to do something with those and I'm going to either fix them or replace them or whatever. And then I got the great idea of turning them into a headset. Right. So I finally ordered the the shit that I needed. I ordered some solder and the right input, uh, or output rather, from uh, input actually, uh, from Amazon, so that I can take a mic and plug it into the headphones and use them as a headset. Okay. So that's this weekend. I should finally wrap up like a project that's been sitting for years, like years in the making like over 10 years yeah. probably uh, so life craziness but yeah that's i'm kind of in a like todd's shown me one that uh he got the repair of sennheisers i don't remember what model um i think they're i think he said he got them on sale they're like 200 dollars they're like 100 dollars on sale or something from best buy mm-hmm. and he sent me a picture of them. i can show you the picture you'll probably know like roughly which ones but the ear hole almost looks small, and it doesn't look like they would extend big enough over my head. Yeah, like, it looks like the ear hole looks the same size as my Bose ones, and I'm like, uh, mm, eh, eh. And then I'm like, oh, do I just go get like JBLs? Because I can get away with testing a JBL and not lose my money. Yeah, but yeah, well, it's it's up in the air. Currently, I have a solution that entirely everything works. That's my problem. Is like everything what, everything I know of is like overly expensive that's like, that's my kick is like i, I, know, I know the like, sony ones are really popular yeah. but they're they are like three hundred dollars like. yeah trying to stay under two. i'm running through the same issue though because i've i i have my old power beats that with the wire between them and i want to get the the true wireless headphones head earbuds oh buds for, okay, yeah. for work and i can't I need I need one that does the ambient sound really well, so that like I can listen to shit and people can talk to me if they need to. Yeah. And I just can't like I can't bring myself like I have an iPhone now, but I don't really want to go the whole AirPods route. Yeah, uh, and it's just like I don't know what to fucking do. Um, that's the thing is his has uh, the one tower showing me had active noise canceling and everything, and I was like, mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing I really need to cancel out. Yeah, yeah. but it would be nice. It, it's it, you know if I took them with me somewhere it would be nice but at the same time i'm like i don't i don't know it's i'm in a pickle i'm hunting if you you guys have any suggestions let us know i'll probably ignore you but i appreciate them just telling you straight up it's what i do (laughs) somebody suggests something i go that sounds like a good idea and then i look at it for about five minutes and i go "Mm, no well you know what works for you one man's one man's trash is another man's treasure same thing with keyboards people like oh dude i really love this keyboard and i'm like "Mm, no sorry yeah, that's next. I got to get a new keyboard. Dude, I've been... Mm, I'm building mm. one. Yeah, I was going to say, I've been looking. And I'm, I'm just I'm like, doing I it. don't really want to spend 300 I have no reason to buy a new keyboard currently. Mine entirely works. But every time I see... Because I'm on the mechanical keyboard subreddit. Oh, hell yeah. And every time I see them, I'm just like... The problem wanna, is you... I want to just pay somebody to build it. You can do that. There's people that do that. Yeah, but I need to get... We need to go over the like you and I mm-hmm. of... All right, so we kind of want to do this switch play let's yep. feel some stuff yeah i do have to get a uh, more switch testers yeah the other issue but i also know how quick that can go the other issue is uh 
availability like getting like everything's always out of stock which is always my kick of like i don't want to deal with it i just want somebody else to build me one and be done with it because i don't want to have to go in on these group buys and hope i'm getting everything then you see people on the the subreddit they're like oh it's like i went to the cookie jar and they have 17 jars that are just full of switches yeah i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you people anyway (laughs) so crazy number four Hello Games is adding companion animals to No Man's Sky. The developer announced a new update that allows players to tame wild creatures, bond with them, and even breed them. Thank God I did not say breed with them. Once trained, companions can perform a variety of tasks for their traveler, from scanning for resources and digging up treasure, to hunting fauna and identifying hazards. Players who take good care of their companions may find collectible eggs they can choose to hatch, or trade to other players. No Man's Sky is celebrating its fifth anniversary this year with the Companions update kicking off Hello Games celebration plans. Five years for No Man's Sky. I for some Where reason has I, the time gone. I know, right? Uh, I remember when I first was playing it. I was playing it in the studio, and I believe you were over. Kenny might have also been there, or Tyler. There, there was a group of people, and and No Man's Sky was on on that TV. In the studio, that TV has had a journey of three, four rooms. <laughs> no Man's Sky has had a journey. <laughs> yeah, it has. Uh, Unlike the people in No Man's Sky, but I'm. <laughs> it's f- five years. Yeah, five years. Five years and. Their other game, no one even really talked about, unfortunately. Yeah. Last Campfire. Mm-hmm. I wanted to play that one. Thought it was interesting looking, but totally Still, forgot about it. Yeah. That's exactly what happened for a lot of people. <laughs> they they overhyped No Man's Sky, and then they got under-hyped. Under, yeah. yeah, they got overcompensated and underhyped the new one. Hopefully they find a middle ground. <laughs> Uh, Number five, Bungie announced a new series of expansion plans, including the establishment of its first international office. The new office will open next year in Amsterdam and will house the studio's publishing and marketing divisions. Bungie is growing at their headquarters as well, with an expansion that will see their main offices go from 84,000 square feet to 208,000 square feet. Uh, The revamped space will, quote, support multiple project teams, including those outside of the Destiny universe, end quote. As as for that push beyond the Destiny universe, Bungie plans to launch one new IP to market before 2025. That's a big fucking expansion. That's a massive expansion and an international expansion and everything where I constantly look at Destiny and I go, how? Like, what is that? I don't get it. Felt the same way. Looked at that and was like, yeah, when, uh, when this is Bungie's like sink or swim moment, isn't it? This this might be them doing because if the mm, words, Nate, use them. The big test will be that new IP. Yeah, because truthfully, no matter what, they can only survive on Destiny for so long. Trust me, you can survive for a while, but you can only survive for so long. They either sink or they either swim. Or they live or long enough to see themselves become the villains. Someone's <laughs> buying them again. Yeah, right. That's well. That's and the, they better hope to God it's not EA. Well, that would be the kick, right? That they drop a new IP, it bombs. They tanked all their resources, and then they have to get they drop their own price on accident 
by trying to do too much to how they get bought cheap. Uh, fun exercise. Um, theoretically, what if it was Microsoft? That's what I was saying. Theoretically, who would buy Bungie? Tencent. Ten- mm, interesting. I don't know. I'm just throwing shit out. Take two. I Take two would make sense. Microsoft also makes sense. I feel like Microsoft wouldn't make sense because they have 343 now. Yeah, but Microsoft would just buy Bungie again. Yeah, 100%. Oh, 100%. Sony. Microsoft would have a giant welcome home promotion. It, was, it would be exactly how it was marketed as well. <laughs> even though <laughs> it would be though, funny, they would buy they would buy Bungie and then they would fuse Bungie and 343 back together and be like, "Will you make a good Halo game, please?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or be like, "Hey, listen, you guys can keep doing Destiny, but we need to take like half of you to tell them how to make Halo." <laughs> but I I 100% they would I could see them positioning it in such a way that Microsoft's entire promotional around it would be welcome home mm-hmm. not welcome back welcome home yeah and that would be their entire the entire messaging would be just everybody going are uh, okay i mean like we remember how it ended it wasn't graceful <laughs> i mean the activision would be worse than microsoft i Literally was just thinking Activision, and then they put Bungie in the COD rotation. <laughs> you have, what is it, Raven, Treyarch, and Infinity Ward, and they're like, and Bungie. Yeah. You guys are going to do the space entries. We just can't. Just deal with it. <laughs> they're like, Sorry. oh, you do all the advanced warfare. You're, you take advanced warfare. Yeah. Advanced, <laughs> infinite, whatever the fucking space combat, too. You guys have all of it. <laughs> also, that was the other thing about BlizzCon, is... Multiple times, JL and Brack said, and things coming in the future. Oh, I'm so glad he you have this next story. kept slamming. God damn it. He kept slamming home. Wait. Oh, there it is. I was on the wrong story, and I was like, wait, why? And then I just, now I saw the right one, and aha, shit. Um, he kept slamming home the idea of them. It like He kept implying that there's new IPs on the way. Or like new, because he kept saying, and new things in the future. And you're like, you, they have to have new IPs. I, I am on the campaign that they have to have them. But at this point, I just don't know what they even are. Like, obviously, Overwatch, nobody saw coming because Titan, no one had any idea. We just constantly knew of Project Titan existing, existing for 10 years. And they're like, and Overwatch. And you're like, what? I just want them to like fucking nut up or shut up at this point. I would love to see them go so ballsy to the point that they went and here's our new game that's out next Tuesday. And you just go, yeah, I, what the fucking great. (laughs) We're not going to see that just like number six. Amazon has delayed the launch of its MMORPG New World again, pushing it back to August 31st. In a blog post, a developer says the team has been working on various additions, including compelling endgame features, and the delay is to ensure those features and fine-tuning can make the launch date. Does it ever launch? (laughs) Cancel. The Jaws music is going to start just creeping up on that game constantly 
August 31st. Interesting time to drop a MOBA. Or to drop an MMORPG. Also interesting time to drop a MOBA. Just saying. It's just weird. But... <laughs> <laughs> It uh, it makes sense to do it at the end of summer instead of the beginning of summer. I just don't know. Depending if we're still... Well, I say depending. We'll still be in a pandemic, but... I think if they can't... Like, if they just canned it, I I think I would genuinely be disappointed because I just... I do want to see it. At this point, I'm just so curious. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about put up or shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number seven, Netflix announced the release of an anime series based on Valve's Dota 2, launching worldwide on March 25th, called Dota Dragon's Blood. The series will span across eight episodes and tell the story of uh, Davian. I don't know. Sounds good to me. Sure. A renowned dragon knight devoted to wiping the scourge from the face of the world. Scourge, if it's not Davian, then it's going to be like Davion. Davion. <laughs> Oh, my name is Davion. <laughs> uh, Netflix. I Yeah. Netflix doing things. They just always are doing something. Speaking of Netflix, or speaking of anime, combination of the both, uh, the volleyball anime showed up on the football manager subreddit. I'll show you the tie-in okay, later. I'm I was curious. scrolling and I went, that's the volleyball anime. Why is that? What subreddit am I on? Football Were they like manager. using a meme? Like yeah. meme? Okay. They were memeing it uh, for the the purpose of the the yeah the screen cap they had. Interesting. Number eight. The legal battle between Epic and Apple has taken another interesting turn. Apple is trying to pull Valve into its legal dispute with Epic through a request for years of information about Valve's revenues and games sold on Steam. While councils for apple and valve have met they have been unable to reach an agreement and have filed a letter asking for a for the judge in apple's legal battle with epic to provide a standing order (laughs) what the fuck apple argues that valve as a dominant digital game distributor distributor and direct competitor with the epic game store has information that is highly relevant to the case valve says the request is overbroad and puts too heavy a burden on a non-party to the suit and that Apple has not shown, quote, substantial need, end quote, for the information it seeks. And to make things even more complicated, Epic has filed an antitrust complaint against Apple in the European Union. I like that Apple's like, oh, we got to make this a three-way because we don't have a leg to stand on currently. And then the person that's trying to, they're trying to make it with a three-way in the club is like, no. I like that Apple's just like, why are you mad at me? Look at them. <laughs> yeah, and then, then, then Val, Val's just doing this. No, no, no. Nope. <laughs> Nothing to see over here. Basically doing the the equivalent of just kind of holding your arms up, doing the old, like, stop looking over here <laughs> when there's a 30-foot pile of money behind you. You're just like, nope. You can't see any of this. Don't look at it. This is going to be such a clusterfuck. Oh, it's it already is. <laughs> it was bad enough when they're like, and then Epic also sued them in Europe because fucking honestly, why not? that's been their best move so far because the European Union is like oh, harsh. Shit. Yeah, yeah. They they see Apple and they're like, we're finding these motherfuckers like ten dollars. <laughs> Might as well be ten dollars. That's the problem with the fines; they're never anything. Yeah. Hey, could, uh, listen. Can you just not do that again? Last time I looked. Um, Apple had in this is in cash, had two hundred and sixty five billion dollars in cash. 
Just sitting in the bank. Yeah, sure. Uh huh. It's disgusting. Um, I did get super lazy and not write down a bunch of other news stuff. Um, so I guess we'll rip through that real quick. Uh, the first PS5 drift class action lawsuit has been filed against Sony. Uh, that is for apparently, as is tradition recently, uh, the PS5 controller has drift issues. Who knew? I think so does the um, Xbox controller has been having drift accusations, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't really matter. Uh, Wall Street Bets agitator Keith Gill faces class action lawsuits over the GameStop Reddit rally. Um, class action lawsuits seems to be the hot thing right now. Bro, you want a class action lawsuit? <laughs> Didn't they also apparently testify? There was know. there was some um, post that the people from Reddit and the people from GameStop and whatever were on calls with judges for something. I did see that. I I I saw a lot of. I guess there was some some silliness that happened. Oh, I'm sure there was. I I didn't really read more into it other than I just saw that same uh, stuff happened. Same same. Uh, Nvidia is nerfing its new RTX 3060 for cryptocurrency mining. No, nothing like nerfing a piece of hardware. Yeah, I kind of like this approach. There, I mean, uh, I like the approach. I get the messaging behind it, but it's just funny when you're like, "Yeah, we had to nerf the PS5 because it was doing too well." Yeah, and you're like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> They're reducing its um, its uh, efficiency for mining by fifty percent because they offer. I guess they offer a a mining thing. Yeah, yeah, they probably that probably makes sense. Uh, major tech firms are protesting against NVIDIA's $40 billion acquisition of UK semiconductor firm Arm. Didn't see this one coming. Yeah. Um, who would have thought? <laughs> who would have thought that you're trying to contest the giant acquisition? The big ones protesting are Google, Microsoft, and Qualcomm. Oh, who would have thought they were the ones contesting? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and who, who, Especially Qualcomm. Yeah, right. Jesus. Uh, I kind of, it was big news. We talked about it and I think we probably brought it up, but like that was, it's a massive deal. Yeah. Uh, and right off the bat, China was like, yeah, we don't like this. Yeah. (laughs) Which surprise, surprise. Yeah. Uh, and last but not least, the 2021 game developers conference is foregoing its plans for a hybrid event this year. And will instead be held as a digital event from July 19th through the 23rd. We shall see how that goes. Yes, we shall. That being said, even though we've kind of almost covered it throughout the podcast inadvertently, it's been seven days. So what have you been up to? Um, Not a whole lot video game wise. Uh, playing World of Warships. Getting back into that. Um, I think I might start getting into cyberpunk. Um, and there was something else. What was the other thing? Shit. Crap. Um, I listened to Dan Carlin's book. It was Back on that Dan Carlin train. Yeah, I just figured why not. My my bad, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um it's good. I mean it's if you listen to his podcast, you basically get most of it anyway. So yeah, that's, that was, I have I have a feeling there's a lot of 
overlap. Getting on the baseball train. Yes. Um, Join me. Listen to all the John Boy Media baseball coverage leading up to uh, the season. TPPs for anybody that's curious. Yep. Uh, if you're a specific Yankee fan, they're going to do PPPs, but listen to those too. Are you really? Yep. Oh, I'm damn. going all in, man. You're really I'm going talking in. Yanks, talking baseball. I'm usually just a talking baseball guy, but that's just because I'm already so far in. The episodes aren't aggressively long yet, so no, no, no. But I mean, like, I'm just usually so I'm so far into that ecosystem already. Yeah, you don't that need it. It not even it's like a mix of a don't need and like I it become there's just too much at a certain point mm-hmm. for me for my yeah. the way I consume. I think but, it's okay so far because I'm just getting it from the John Boy angle. Yes, yeah, yeah. I get it from everywhere else as well, so that's what's kind of the. The, I don't need it from just them. But if yeah, if you're using it for that. Yeah, the PPPs, in case anybody's curious, that is player profile and projections. And TPPs are team profile and projections. Talking Baseball is going through. They had their entire audience rank their te- rank the teams in MLB from 30th to 1st. And it's an episode a day starting a couple days ago uh, until opening day. There will be one of the teams getting re- done. And they're like 30-minute episodes. And... Yeah. What I appreciate about it is um very over top level view. Yep. I appreciate the different opinions because they don't all have the same opinions all the time. So like you do get different point of views on things. When it when it comes to TPPs this year, it's a little bit different last year, but when it comes to this year, it's very clear yes, the differing opinions I think are larger with Ploof being there. Yes. Ploof, Ploof is like, Ploof shakes it up a little bit. Ploof's a big homer for the players, mm-hmm. which I understand. And I know what he's saying, and I get everything that he's throwing behind it. Well, they, they have a, what I appreciate is they have a conversation. It's not just like, I'm yes. right, you're wrong. They like play off each other, and they'll you'll see their opinions and thoughts shift around as each contribute. Right. Like, oh, that is an interesting point. Yada, yada. Yeah. Oh, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, they explore things. Yeah. Like, no one's saying that the players are not going to be going, like, when it's coming up to, when you're talking about the bad players, the, or, you know, the bad teams, no one's saying the, no one's truly, like, believing that the players do not want to win a game. Yeah. But when it reaches the end of the season, they're almost not going to give a shit if they're already playing, like, if the team has just been that bad. They're still going to obviously give it their all every day, but they they're not as, unhuman to realize oh we suck yeah and i appreciate their general and it's just their personalities but they're generally hopeful in all regards with the with the team yeah you don't ever there's no there's no ever want no matter who you root for you never want to see a team become so irrelevant that who gives a shit because it's not good for the sport. It's not good for the players. It's not good for the fans of that team. Yeah. Um, so I've been doing that. That's been interesting. Just trying to, at this stage, I'm at the stage of where I'm like, just, I don't want to say passively consuming everything. That's kind of it. Just trying to let it sink in so that things like, you know, you start hearing the same names over and over again. That's yeah, that yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, you're not, Um, it, it was intriguing when uh, today... As we were watching BlizzCon, I had an athletic article pop up on my phone that said the Yankees had re-signed Brett Gardner. And you kind of, I saw you read it, and then you kind of had like a reaction. And then you're like, (laughs) 
oh, did you see that? And, I, and they're like, oh, you they he they resigned him, and I was like, you know who Brett Gardner is yeah, now? Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm pretty I'm pretty good on the Yankees. Like I've been listening to the player profiles, and like I like they did. Obviously, I know who DJ is. Like, yeah. but they had like Zach Britton on. I actually know who that is. And I was like, oh fuck, I I guess I know more of these guys than I actually you know <laughs> thought. But so that's been fun. But um, just think. MLB will be on this TV, and I'll be getting distracted all yeah, over know, again. Right? I'll be, that's going to be a problem. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's not a problem for me. <laughs> yeah, so that's it for me. World of Warships, and uh, and maybe I'm going to do Cyberpunk. There was another game that I, I was thinking about, but I can't remember what it was. So fuck it. Maybe next I would have said it was SnowRunners, but I don't know if that's true. No, there was something I was thinking about uh, getting into. I had like a plan. That I would medium like a like shower thought plans, but I can't oh. remember. Well, I have no idea. What do you think about in the shower? Yeah, Neither, me either. Obviously, sure written it down. <laughs> That's it, though. How about you? What you got uh, going on? I jumped the Warcraft of the world. That's basically it. Um, played a little bit of Magic: The Gathering Arena against Kenny. Just for funsies. It's a slow time of the year for games. It is a slow time of the year, but it's I've just been sucked in with WoW. Yeah. Uh, at some point, it'll be me going back to doing more um, Assassin's Creed and, and Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But until other than that, that's kind of just my lull right now. I'm just so sucked into WoW that I've I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm having a lull in general. Like I'm just I we were chit chatting over Snapchat with Dewey and I'm like I'm just unmotivated well yeah you guys the joke was you guys started talking about TV shows and I was like what's it like to watch a show because I just get sucked into wow yeah and at most I I subbed to Discovery Plus yeah how's that uh great okay I I was thinking about doing it for for Samantha more than anything else but I I went and added I'll show you my list after this the amount of shows I threw into my list and I was like how many seasons are this? Are there? I don't give a shit. Play, and I was just watching guys grocery games on my other monitor while I was doing stuff in WoW, and I'm just looking. I'm like, okay, all right, all right. I could probably do some of this stuff for a Friday meal. All right, <laughs> just getting those ideas, man. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. You wait till I start really doing some weird shit in that kitchen. There was something from there that I tried recreating a couple of years ago, and it's still like I still want to figure it out. It was the steamed burger. Okay. I don't know if, that, if you remember that one, but it was essentially I don't, I don't like, remember the episode, but I think you've told me about trying to... I think we've talked about Diners and Dragons, and you yeah. talked about trying to do that before. Yeah, you went to a place where, like, they put these, like, the burgers in these, like, tin... Like, they took ground beef or whatever, and they put it in these, like, t- a tin container that almost was reminiscent. Like, they had an idea of, like, if you wanted to recreate it at home, you could use, like, a tuna can. Okay, yeah. And they basically created, like, a... Like, it would... They had a special thing for it, but you you basically make like a double boiler where you know you put the yep. bowl in the and like try to steam it and like I tried it and it just didn't work, but like hmm. it was interesting. Like what what they did was interesting and what it looked like was interesting. I was like, this is fucking weird, and I want to try it, but oh well, <laughs> life. You know, some shit works, some doesn't. But I've been life. <laughs> unmotivated and literally just been watching like i come home from work and like i'll do 
random whatever things we make dinner do our thing and then we just sit on the couch and like watch tv and just kind of like exist just veg yeah yeah veg out I mean, exist it, yeah, existing existing is i've i 100 percent feel that like i'll either do that or what ended up happening today is like i woke up i did a bunch of stuff and then, uh I, I say i did a bunch of stuff i like finished doing that and i was talking to todd playing some games and we were doing some wild stuff and i was like i kind of need a break for a bit so i'm just gonna go kind of relaxed and i went downstairs and i was on the couch watching youtube and fell asleep i took like a two-hour nap woke up and i was like i just gotta i just gotta work out i put myself on a new workout schedule mm-hmm. and i came back up to start writing down my workout for the day because i i'm on, i put my i was on a three-day week yeah for working out i put myself on a five-day okay which entirely changes my workouts yeah um and I had been writing down each day before I went and did it, like the exercises, so I could keep a, a journal of what I was doing. And I didn't write them all down at one time because I didn't want to like look at it and get overloaded. So I was just going to write down day one and then day two and then day three. Well, yesterday's workout was supposed to be today's workout because I can't read. <laughs> okay. So I wrote down <laughs> when I came up yesterday, I wrote down today's workout and then went and did that one. And I was like, today... I was doing the math in my head when I woke up. I was like, all right, I got to go get a workout and stretch a little bit. And I'm doing the math in my head. I'm like, no. I The workout I did yesterday, today should be legs, but then what's tomorrow? That doesn't make – because legs is supposed to be the last thing for the week. And then I, I look at my guide again or like the plan that I had set. Legs is supposed to be today. Or no, yesterday was supposed to be today. Legs would still be tomorrow. I but I entirely skipped the day, <laughs> and I was like, well, eh, well, shit." So I'm I didn't work out today. I'm gonna still gonna do legs tomorrow, and then just do it. Continue, continue myself on the correct pace, like timings of when I'm supposed to be doing things. So, what are your rest days? Are uh, you... Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday. Cool. Yeah, different exercises. Is this the first week you've done it? This is the first week for five. Yeah, which will Sore? end up being four. Or didn't like. I was sore after day one and two. Um, because I was, it was a lot of, it was shoulders and chest were the main focuses with minor focuses on other things. Um, and then Wednesday off was, I was fine by Wednesday kind of, but I could feel it in trying to do certain things. Like at one point, um, Max has been laying on this. Mm-hmm. And I went to pet him and I kind of like bent over it and then reached my arm out at that point. And I just like, it felt so bad. I was like, oh, no, all right, can't do that. So I just yeah. had to like reposition how I was standing. Uh, but that's really been it. T- uh, tomorrow will be interesting because it's the first leg day in this rotation. So legs are always rough. Leg- legs are rough, but it's just, it's going to be different exercises. So I'm curious to see how I handle it. It's still squatting still in there, but yeah. I got to get on doing something. I I was pondering it over the past week, and I think I might do something that, like, I might just do core stuff and, like, a cardio workout. I've been trying to um, wake up earlier and maybe do it in the morning. Oh, you're a psychopath. Because I get up at 5.30 now in the morning. Mm. I work, I get to work at 7.30. Oh, you got time. But... I'm I like the the way I do it now, this is like total life stuff that no one really gives a fuck about. 
But the way I, I like the slow wake up I do now. So I think I'm going to try getting up at five mm. and still give yourself a little bit of a slow yeah. wake up into. Yeah, I got that. I don't know. I can't work out in the morning. Cause I, well, one, I don't wake up in time, but two, I'm not a morning body. Yeah. Um, I usually prefer like a afternoon workout afternoon to mid afternoon, which is great when I'm home. Obviously if I, when I'm at work, it kind of gets a little bit weird, but that's also part of why I changed what I was doing because going into work on Wednesdays, I was having my original three days were Monday, Wednesday, Friday mm-hmm. and going into work on Wednesday, then coming home, then working out dinner, shower, and then raid immediately. It was just too much. Yeah. So I just rest day on Wednesday now and it works out fine. But the, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I definitely feel stronger, but I definitely think I don't look any different. No, what's the, what do they normally say? Like, they, I think they a say months. Yeah. For, well, I think it was something like, uh, for, for you to notice something, it's like, like five to eight weeks. And okay. then for other people, it's like, it's like 12 weeks or something like that, you know, from someone externally oh, like, like looking at you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like something ridiculous. Like you'll you'll see, you'll notice changes before like other people will. Yeah, I notice that I am stronger. Yeah, but I I still don't think even like I visually look different. I think I probably do in some regards, but not not like you know. I mean, dra- the drastic in any sense. It's going to be small changes, which is the reason. Once again, I would notice them at all. Yeah, it's nice that you feel stronger though, because that's still incentive yeah. like it's still a no, I, defi- I definitely feel stronger because i there are times where i'm sitting there and this week was a little bit weird because there are there were some exercises obviously i was doing uh in my three-day set that are the same that i've had to increase a weight on and whatever but then when i was doing things i hadn't done before i was like all right well i'm gonna test it with this weight and see if that works and then, depending on what it was, I was like, well, that's not anywhere near enough weight. I need to up this. Or I need to up it. And I need to up it. And it's been it's been pretty good. I mean, how the one the one thing that was the one that was the really noticeable one was when I squatted. Yeah. And then it went, that's not <laughs> enough. And plus 50 to myself. Which I actually think I need to up again. Makes sense, though. I mean, like, I feel I like... I mean, not by 50 this time, but... That's one of those um, one of those exercises that you like. Once you start doing it, you gain really yeah. quickly. Well, there's also the part of it where, I, like, I'm not going for single large reps. I'm going for more reps at slightly lower weight. Uh-huh. So, like, when I squat, I'm doing th- I think it's three or four sets of eight to ten reps. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to just be maxing as hard as I can in the first set and then not be able to do anything. Yeah. I want to not be able to do anything in the third set, preferably. But yeah, I don't know. It's just been, it's been interesting and I've, I'm happy I've stuck with it as long as I have so far. Yeah. Life. Life. Anyway, that being said, a lot, a lot of talk about nothing on both ends of this episode. We will uh, see you guys next week. Bye-bye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.